0: Paul can't hear me yet, right?
1: He, yes, he can. not oh, sure. I was going to do
0: the old shock jock thing here. Three, two, one. Let's get Paul Douglas on the line to admit he blew this storm. Paul, your thoughts?
2: <laughs> and you're an optimist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, don't play the angry I'm old not. man with me, Adam. I'm Come kidding. on. You're a lot younger and you got your whole life ahead of you. And, uh, <laughs> well, nah,
0: I don't know about my whole life. Uh, it's dwindling every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell here's the, here's a question I have for you. By the way, we're talking to WCCO Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas. Um, the models you always discuss, the computers you have, how like, is it a constant uh, analysis, or are there like cycles of like predictions that you like have to wait on?
2: Yeah. No. Great question. There are four updates every day. So okay, so you get, get four new, updates a day. Yeah, they, they run it with new data, the latest data, and, you know, your confidence level goes up when the models kind of agree, when sure. the late evening model agrees with what came out 12 hours earlier. So you say, oh, okay, and your confidence level goes up when all the models the GFS and the NAM and the HRRR and the European, which, as you know, is my mm-hmm. favorite, Adam.
0: The I'm a, model. I like People the NAM. I'm a NAM guy. guy. I'm a NAM guy. You're a NAM guy. Yeah.
2: North American model. Uh, when they all agree, which rarely happens. And that was the case with this particular storm. And the mistake I made, and I never predicted two feet of snow, mm-hmm. the mistake I made was posting something on Twitter. From the European, I think it was Sunday night, I posted it Monday morning, uh, and it showed kind of a bullseye of 25 inches over the Twin Cities, Mm -hmm. and I wrote, I'd like to see the manager. (laughs) Yes. Which, you know, kind of vague, I didn't say, here's my prediction, but I I also didn't offer a uh, disclaimer. Right. I've been saying 12 to 20 all week, which is a big range, and I I still think we're going to wind up somewhere in the mid-teens, maybe the upper teens in some spots. We did pick up 4 to 7 overnight. Most spots got 4 to 6. A few spots to the south got 7, and it's about to start snowing again. It's going to pick up quite rapidly this afternoon, a smear of snow pushing in from Iowa coming up from the south. And it's going to snow at the rate of an inch an hour, mm-hmm. maybe two inches at times, from about dinner time through mid-morning tomorrow, then gradually taper off midday, early afternoon. Most of the accumulation over by this time tomorrow. By then, Adam, I think we'll have another 10, yep. maybe 12 inches. That's on top of the four to five that already fell. Mm-hmm. So do the math. I, You know, I think it's going to be 15, 16, 17 inches, which any other winter would be a huge deal, right? Holy cow. Yeah. Over a foot of snow. Really? But because we teased people with some of these models that all agreed that there might be a 25 inch bullseye, you know, some people, and I, uh, look, I get it as a father, you know, this morning people woke up, it wasn't snowing that much. Okay. Five inches, no big deal. Why is my school closed? Okay. Now the kids are home. That impacts my work day. Mm -hmm. Um, so I understand the second guessing to a point, but, you know, it's, uh, as I pointed out, it's not over yet. Right. Last night was just the appetizer. Yeah. The main course is coming later this afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow morning. And I still think we'll wind up with yeah. 15, 16. If it gets to 17.2, that would be a top five snowstorm. For the Twin Cities since mm-hmm. 1884, and I th- I think we'll still come close to that. At least 14 yeah. or 15. Some spots will get 17 or 18, and a few spots may get 20, but that will be the exception and not the rule. Is this so? So, like, what we got uh, yesterday and what's mm-hmm. coming
0: later this afternoon? This is all the sta- same storm system.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's and weird because, like, it's it
0: was, like you look in the morning, like in the morning, you like you see blue sky, and it's like what's going on here? This is kind of weird, but it's just that what I think too is like, gives people a little false, false confidence that this thing isn't as bad as really is going to be.
2: This may be a bad analogy, but uh, hurricanes, Yeah, you you can have multiple spiral bands Mm -hmm. and you know, the first band comes through, it rains like crazy and then things ease up and the sun peaks out, but it's still the same storm, the same, uh, system but you've got spokes of moisture kind of rotating around the storm and that's what we had we had just a little preliminary jolt of moisture uh, but the main storm tracking just to our south across iowa tonight and uh and that's what's going to create the heaviest snow so you know i look <laughs> We don't score any points by hyping the weather. There is always right. an element of people who say, "Ah, oh, you guys, you are just in it for the ratings. You just <laughs> do it, you know, so more people listen." You know, it's just it's, it's all about the ratings. No, no, it's that's not, not no. sustainable. I mean, right. we're we're trying to get it right. We we really want to get it right, and people demand perfection, Adam, in an imperfect world. And I think some people, even if you got it down to the millimeter. Correct in their yard, mm-hmm. yes, sir. You will have seventeen point one three inches in your backyard on your deck. They would still find something to complain oh, about. Yeah. When because I, that's what we do. That is what we do. We, we complain. When I st- yeah, it's our national pastime. When I st- and it's gotten
0: gotten worse, and the social media yeah. has made it ten times worse. But when I started yeah. here way back in two thousand one, I remember reporting uh, on some storm that was coming, and a and it wasn't nearly as bad as we said it was going to be. And a guy was just mm-hmm. furious and I couldn't understand, like, yep. wait a minute. It wasn't as bad as we thought. Like, I, I don't understand why you're so upset, but now that's the nat that's human nature. And we like to
2: like to do yeah. that. And, and look, I think one of the reasons, and as a profession, yes, we over predict snow. Uh, it's just the truth. And I think that part of that is we're paranoid because the biggest, mistake faux pas you can make is not even missing a tornado or not predicting a flood the biggest mistake you can make is predicting flurries and yep. then people wake up the next morning and there's a foot of snow yeah and that's what gets you you know ridden out of town i mean tarred and feathered um, people never forget that people are a little more tolerant if you predict 10 and you wind up with 6 than if you predict one to two and you wind up with a foot. So as a profession, yeah, guilty as charged, we do over predict snow, but in this case, all the models, every single one of them mm-hmm. was predicting that bullseye of 20 to 25, 26, 27. And now the European was the first to kind of cut back on that last night. Now all of Noah's models are kind of catching up. But you know what, it, it reminds me of something my favorite college professor, Dr. John Kayer. Mm-hmm. uh one of the lectures, he stood up and he 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 shouted at us. He said, "Don't even try to predict snow down to the inch. The science isn't there. We can't predict snow down to the inch. Don't do it until maybe twenty-four hours before the storm starts." He said, "Use this scale: nuisance, plowable, crippling." He said every snowstorm fits into one of those three buckets. You know, plowable, as the name implies, enough to shovel and plow. Crippling implies paralyzing storm where yep. everything shuts down. And last night was plowable. What's coming up later this afternoon, especially tonight, I think is going to border on crippling. I think it will be paralyzing. It's going to be rough out there. Not quite as bad as we thought yesterday. The winds will be 35, 40 miles an hour instead of gusting to 50. But there still will be local whiteouts, and it's still going to be a really rough ride out there tonight, Adam. Yeah,
0: and, you know, when I got on the air today, I was, you know, kiddingly saying, you know, that's, well, we're, you know, the, and the but people, it's, we kind of live in our Twin Cities bubble here. You realize you just get out in the country. And, you know, they're pulling plows off the roads out in southwestern Minnesota. So it's a, obviously yep. still a very serious situation. And airlines have canceled many, many flights tomorrow. It's not like they're just banking on the local weather guys' forecast. They've got their own people. They've got their own computers. Yep. They know what's happening. So it's not like,
2: uh, like it's just all just pie in the sky. Um, <laughs> but it's just, isn't it bizarre where, you know, 15 inches – is somehow a disappointment for so many people. Paul, I was hoping for twenty six. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I think, how dare you? Uh, You know, and I never said that it was going to rival the Halloween Superstorm. Those words never came out of my mouth. I thought a few spots would get 20 inches, and that could still happen. But uh, I don't know. You're right about living in our bubbles, and... Well, I'm happy
0: I'm, happy. I'm happy. I'm happy I'm giving you a chance to let off some steam against the haters. <laughs> Somebody just texted into the text line. We love Paul complaining about the complainers. So, it's good oh, enough God. for me.
2: Well, you know, and what I want to say is, look, um it's not an exact science. It it's not, you know, a perfect science like foreign policy or uh (laughs) economics or fantasy football you know and i what i want to say to people is look, predicting the future is hard how did you do on your fantasy football league last year Yeah. yeah how did that work out and and there are things that you can't predict like injuries and there are things you can't predict in the weather world uh we can't get a perfect snapshot of what's happening not only here all across North America, all across the planet. There are gaps in the data over third world countries and the oceans. So we're kind of putting low octane fuel Mm -hmm. into the engine and then being surprised when we have forecast bus, when, when it isn't perfect. And the problem is one of many problems, first of all, the physics, the math that goes into the models—it's good, but it's not a perfect representation of how the atmosphere really works. And again, we don't have a perfect snapshot of data. Um, so, not—I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying predicting the future is is hard. And what I'd really like to see on the evening news, you know, on channel you know four, five, nine, and eleven—is I'd like to have the anchor people predict. The news yeah. for tomorrow, based on the current conditions, you know, and I'll do that. And I'll do that next segment. Where do you segment. think that's going? I don't know. Would you do that, Adam? I'll do that, that next Start I'll, a trend. I'll predict I, the news. Yes. <laughs> Sybil, the soothsayer. Uh, remember the yes. movie Network? One of I my do. favorite yes. movies of all time. Network. Yeah, you could start that. You could own that, Adam.
0: I think so. I'll get people to believe me too. In this day and age, <laughs> I'll tell my own truths, predict Paul. The,
2: yeah. Predict the news headlines and it's let's all good. see how you do. It. Well, you know who's okay. happy? You
0: got to tune in if you can at two thirty-five, Paul. There's a guy who's been trying to build a memorial at the state capitol to the Halloween blizzard, and he's going to be oh. very happy. That this, uh, this will not, uh, he will not, he's like the 72 Dolphins. They still will remain undefeated. So uh, tune in for that. Thank you, Paul. I'm glad,
2: what, I'm glad there's one happy guy out there, yep. but uh, hey, the storm isn't over yet. Yep. It's still going to be pretty rough out there tonight. Be safe out there. And, and thank you, Adam. And I will be listening, as always.
0: And uh, we'll uh, continue to listen for your updates. Thank you, sir. Paul Douglas, you WCCO, Chief Meteorologist at 120 on CCO. So, all bets are off. I think, you know, we like to have time limits, on, uh, especially in the summer. Don't l- mow your lawn after a certain time or before a certain time. In this storm, would you agree with me, Dave Harrigan, that there is no time restrictions, that if you want to get up at 1 in the morning to snowblow your driveway during this storm, you can do it?
1: This storm or any storm, in my opinion. Really? I say no time limits on snow removal at all.
0: Okay. I don't know about that. I think if you're just getting like a you know a couple of inches of snow, like a run of the mill average snow event. I don't th- I think yeah, no, I I don't want you snow blowing in the middle of the night. No, I say go for it. I don't think
1: really? typically I don't think a snow blower is that loud. You're keeping it in the driveway. It's not like a you know lawnmower you're going all over and closer to the neighbor's house for okay. instance. Uh, I think with that's snow, that's interesting. I, I think it's, it's, it's the difference between snow and grass, the grass, you know, when it's going to grow, you have a, you know, decent idea a week in advance of when you're going to need to mow. You can make a plan for it. the snow. Wow. So you falls, think all bets are off and, and, that yes. you can
0: snow blow anytime you want.
1: Anytime's fine. I think get rid really? of it when you're able to, because people got to get to work at all different hours. You know, they might have, you know, little kids where if the little kids are home, well, you can't just walk out of the house at well, wow. six in the afternoon I didn't think and, about uh, that and uh, get the snowblower yeah. going if you've got an infant at home. So wow. I'd say you uh, you do it when well, you're s- able.
0: Six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, nine, two, two, six. I still think there's time. I, I think you've, you've got time restrictions. I think by, by and large, I think you have to keep it reasonable unless it's like a significant event like this. Then I'm saying, yes, you can go whenever. So you're
1: run-of-the-mill three inches. What's
0: your, you know, if it's three inches and you're firing up the snowblower, come on, you need the you need the workout. <laughs> Use the shovel. Come on, save the environment. Keep the gas guzzler in the garage and shovel. What if you've got an electric? I like I do. I've got an electric snowblower. It's slightly quieter than a than a gas-powered snowblower, but I still wouldn't want to do that in the middle of the night. I still think that. Uh, you have time restrictions. Yeah, I, I totally know. agree with Dave. Snowblower anytime. 651-461-9226. My neighbor's driveway is about four feet from my bedroom window. No snowblowing at 1 a.m.
1: <laughs> Move your bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> what about those of us who work the third shift? Yes, yeah,
1: see, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> See how you feel about the people that work the overnights. That's nice. <laughs> it's
0: just dismissive of those people that work. Join the, third the day shift. crowd. That's nice. what Adam get, says. Get Adam a new says. job. <laughs> um, no, like I said, if it's like if the snow like would impede your ability to back out of the driveway and you have to get to work. Yes, I'm not going to, and I know that I'm not going to like come over the next day and yell at you. But I'm just saying, if it's a snow that is not going to impede your ability to drive or travel then I think you should wait to uh business hours until you do your snow blowing.
1: So somebody who works the third shift, for instance, and needs to leave in the middle of the night, they have to deal with the tracks they're gonna make in their driveway and an extra large hump at the bottom just so you can get an
0: extra twenty minutes of shut eye? That's that's where you're at? Yes. Elitist. I'm Dave's next door neighbor. Will tomorrow morning at two work for you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as long as you're doing, as you're clearing it, next clear door, mine. You can my do whatever you want. got the plow
1: service. You're not my neighbor.
0: Talk to me, Adam. When you're seventy, we'll see if you're still shoveling. Well, I hope I still am able to shovel at seventy.
1: Mm-hmm. Best thing about the neighbor having the plow service too. By the way, yeah. When I was out early this morning, blowing it off around six thirty, just let it fly, let it fly. Plow hasn't come to her house yet, so I don't need to be you know careful. Why? Well, yeah, no, let it go.
0: They'll take care of it. That is difficult. So I like, I live in a cul-de-sac. Okay, elitist again. Yep. <laughs> and like my driveway is like seven, you know, it's like a mile long, and I'm, I'm on 20 acres. No, but you know, all the driveways kind of angle in towards each other. Yeah. So it's tricky. Got to play I'm that not, game. I'm not blowing the snow over onto my neighbor Paul's driveway. Um, but if yeah, if it's before he's done it, then I don't feel so bad because he'll probably just blow it back on my driveway.
1: Do you have neighbors that don't have a snowblower?
0: Uh, yes, I, and I, the first snowfall we had this year, I bailed them out. Is there an inch, like an
1: inch amount where if you have the snowblower snowblower, Snowblower. and you know, you know, Bob next door across the street doesn't, that you're obligated to go pitch in?
0: Yes. It's the one this year, the the early one this year that they had like, they only plowed like half of the cul-de-sac. So I was actually had my snowblower out in the. Oh, look at you helping trying the neighborhood. to get some – yeah, so people can get their cars out. So then – and my next-door neighbor, she was out shoveling, and I just kind of went up there and made a couple – she gave me a bottle of wine for doing that. <laughs> I it's saying, it's you quite unnecessary. Ask her to put, drop something in the it's hat. It's quite unnecessary, <laughs> but I will drink this right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, Beta Adam is the kind of neighbor who goes around the neighborhood handing out vegan Xmas treats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Electro-
0: electric snowblower, good grief! Hey, my electric snowblower works pretty good. It's a f- it's a two stage. It's a it's a Rayobi. It's It's the real deal. Twenty one inch, man. It's it's good stuff.
1: you two stage twenty one inch. We're all very proud of you, Adam.
0: Stop with the snowblower talk. We can snowblow whenever we want. Thank you. My driveway is heated, nice and dry, except for a few wet spots where. Ran over a squirrel trying to get warm. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Uh, Anytime is okay. Waiting until 6 means I'd be late for work. In St. Paul, you have 24 hours to clear a public sidewalk. Uh, um, Completely agree. Snow blowing anytime. I have a retired neighbor who blows snow between 4 and 5 a.m. Then goes back in the house and takes a nap. What a pain in the ass, too. He's really (laughs) all day. He has all day to do it. (laughs) Good for him. He's a go-getter. Just rubbing it in. (laughs) Not listening to your uh, rules of you can clear the
1: driver between 215 Uh, and
0: 232. uh, 6514619226 is winter. It's winter. Everyone has their windows shut, so minimal effect. I don't know. I still say you got to do it when the sun shines. I'm sorry. 6514619226. 6514619226. We'll get Rena's thoughts on that. I'm sure she'll have a strong opinion on that. It is uh, Wednesdays. That means it's time for Rena Saraginopoulos from Care 11 next on CCO. Forgot to mention the weather brought to us by the great folks at uh, Core V Contracting. As uh, Rena joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker hotline, let me ask you this Is it Saraginopoulos or Saraginopoulos? Sarajanopoulos. SAR, like SARS. Like SARS.
3: Like sergeant, like a sergeant in the police department. Like the,
0: like the, like the deadly lung disease SARS. So Sarijanopoulos.
3: Yeah, exactly. I would like you to really refer to me in the same kind of vein.
0: Like a deadly virus. Right.
3: When I think deadly right. viruses,
0: yeah. I think you know COVID and rena. So yeah. I've been, I've been saying your last name wrong all these years. I've, I, I apologize profusely.
3: Well, uh, you know what? You wouldn't be the first or the last, so I take no offense to it. I promise you.
0: Right, and I—I uh, I mean, in the ways I could butcher it, uh, that's pretty mild.
3: Yeah, oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, what's the worst somebody's ever butchered? Do you, do you have like kind of a a memory of like how how it was how your last name was butchered?
3: Yes, uh, someone <laughs> someone called the station just recently. In fact, and. I don't know if it was voice to text or something, but the way it was translated, it said, thanks for having, Rena, surgery novelist. (laughs) And I I was like, huh, if I was a surgery novelist, like what would I, what kind of books would I write? And I decided I would write books about like appendectomies or something benign.
0: Benign, but uh, there's got to be some, you know. There's a love interest with a nurse. There's uh, there's For probably sure. some sexual tension in the operating room, and without a doubt. Yes, and that would be a good string of books. I think you've got a second career blossoming there <laughs> as a
3: surgery novelist.
0: <laughs> yes, a surgery novelist. I mean, there's a market. There's yeah. a market there. We were having That's this. Di- yeah, we were having this discussion before you jumped on about. I feel now when it's a stor- storm like this. You can snow blow whenever you want, fire up that thing whenever you want. But if it's just a run of the mill couple of inch snowfall, I think you've got, you're bound by the same time restrictions as you are when you mow your lawn. Meaning, you know, probably not after I don't know 9 o'clock at night, or not before let's say seven a.m. Do you agree with me?
3: Um, I think I think you still got to fit into those guidelines. I don't care what the storm is bringing. It's Whoa! Hardlining here, yeah, yeah. It's just I think with people sleeping and and working different hours and and different things and kids and I think you gotta kind of stick to the hours of when people might would like some peace and quiet.
0: Wow, that's the hardest line. Dave said, uh, any time, no, no big deal. You can do it any time and during any kind of snowfall. So even the people, let's say I gotta work at like two in the morning. And I got a big snowfall. I can't fire up my snowblower to clear my driveway before I back out
3: at two in the morning. Yes. Well, I mean, I guess if you got to go to work, you got to do what you got to do. But I don't. I mean, if But I think beep, you need to
0: beep, I beep. think
3: you need to stick within the hours.
0: That's surprising me. I thought I thought you'd be like anything goes.
3: No. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you uh, now? You had a big meeting. You had to bump this back. You you care to share uh, what's what's happening over there? Is there some uh, is there some goings on at Care Eleven we need to know about that you could share with the audience? Uh,
3: The same goings on that you have uh, at the CCOs. Uh, This is a big big uh, storm. And you have a
0: sexual (laughs) harassment suit against you too. That's
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's strange. How how ironic. High five. People <laughs> staying in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like half, half the crew is in a oh. hotel tonight to be here in time for the, mars- in the morning. And-
0: you brought up a touchy what subject. A- you have brought up a touchy Whoa. subject. Be- What's that? Well, some folks here got hotels tonight. Some folks did not, yeah. including uh, fantastic uh, producer Dave Harrigan, who's very bitter that he doesn't have a hotel room tonight.
3: Why? Because he wants to be away from his wife and kids?
0: Ooh. No, <laughs> not as far as you know.
3: <laughs> um, well, is the station paying for these hotels?
0: Yes, yeah, they sure are. Oh. Just not
1: Dave's. Found out yesterday as I walked in here to start the show that previous producer Dave Josephson. Yeah. He asked me, "Hey, did you get the hotel room tonight too, or tomorrow night? Excuse me, meaning this evening?" Said, no, yeah. and uh, I come to find out that yeah, he was approached. Hey. Would you like the hotel room? And I, w- I was not approached, so I just, you know, called the boss yesterday on my uh, way to way out the door and said, hey, should I pack a bag, you know, for tomorrow? Be be ready? No, nah, you the- didn't make the cut. Oh.
3: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. is it just because they think that the storm is going to be over by the time you need to be in?
0: I just don't think they care about Dave all that much. That's what I'm thinking. Well,
3: I was trying to be kind to Adam.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just I'm trying I'm just, to
3: find some nugget of anything for him to hang on to, but you do you, Adam.
0: <laughs> and the, you know it's not. And the next door hotel is the Hyatt Centric. I mean, it's like nice, nice hotel yeah. they're putting them up in. Very convenient. That's rubbing it in too, you know. Got a bar? T- like they give you a bar tab, like a per diem.
1: Whoa! Yeah. yeah. What else? Well, that's not the what case. else am I not that's getting?
3: Not the case for our
0: crew. No. No per diem.
3: I don't think so. so you, I don't think that's how that goes. Do you have
0: to go? Get, are you going to be in a hotel?
3: No, I oh. drive a beast of a car. I'm not afraid to. Whoa! I actually look forward to it. You're one of those Free people. It on, you're one of those so. people
0: that's doing like 70. Like, get out of the way! I'm coming through.
3: <laughs> My like, God! If you're afraid to drive, stay home. Yes. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I got to take a break here. I I, I got more questions. It's one forty-five. Oh, okay. Rena uh on the John Schuster Colwell Banker Hotline. More with Rena after this. <laughs> <laughs> one forty-eight. That's your Linda's Construction time check. Time to get a complimentary heat analysis to see where your home is using and losing energy. You know, if you were at the station regularly, Rena, and you heard the you know the constant same ads over and over again. You'd wonder who the station is advertising to. Because it's either it's either E D pills, it's uh yep. um it's incontinent supplies, and it's uh that one was for like tax cheats. So if you're a tax cheat, if you're incontinent or uh, impotent, this is <laughs> you're listening <laughs> to CCO so. radio. This is your um, this is your station, baby.
3: I have a question about that. Okay. Have you ever met Big Lou?
0: No, I wish. Uh, I wonder if there is a Big Lou or if, a big, if Big Lou is just an idea. I
3: wonder, too. Is, is Big Lou
0: just an idea?
3: I kind of need to know. Can you work on that for me?
0: Well, I'd be careful because he's, he's had two ex-wives, so he's probably an awfully charming guy. <laughs> so I'd watch yourself around Big Lou. Um, I,
3: that's true. I should be concerned about that.
0: Somebody's, uh texting wants to know what kind of beast of a car you have. You care to share?
3: Uh, no, I don't okay. care to share.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, license plate number you want to give that out too? Yeah, right? or, um, how about
3: my address you want that sure, Security sure. number. We'll go. big yeah, that's
0: alright tax cheats will be over at your house in no time um, so are you adjusting back to your uh, normal schedule
3: I am adjusting back to my normal schedule finally it took like two weeks I couldn't sleep at night yeah. I would wake up at 2.15 every morning uh, just on my own,
0: yep.
3: like ah, and then I was like, oh, okay, finally, I'm back to normal now. Well, I mean, you know, as normal as I. Well, that, be.
0: it's you know, you're funny. You say that. So I was I prior to getting the nine to noon show, I worked banker's hours, same hours here, for about ten or eleven years. So that was I was like working ten thirty to six thirty, and you know. I'm not, it's not like I'm getting up in the middle of the night. I get up now at like six o'clock, sometimes a little earlier than that. But it took me months to adjust to that and finally get to a point where, okay, now I'm kind of used to this schedule.
3: Yeah. It's weird how your body just kind of does its thing.
0: Yeah. Especially, you know, over that long period of time and you think, well, I'll get used to this fairly quickly. No, it took months to adjust to that. It was very strange.
3: When I used to work for most of my career, 2 to ten thirty, and that's just that my body likes that. That's, I wish I could do that all the time. It's just not, it wouldn't be great for the rest of my life, yeah. but um, that's, that's my shift.
0: 2P to 10P. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I started, that's what I was on too. And that's, what, I bet, you know, I was much younger than I am now and it was like night owl city then. I was a night owl. It's like, yeah, go get some dinner, maybe have a beer or two and. Stay up till like one in the morning, that's not me. Oh
3: right? really? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I, was... I I would be able to go to bed right. I'd be going really? go to bed.
0: You can go home yeah. and just turn turn it off and go right to bed.
3: You betcha I can. And then you have your whole day to like do stuff before you get to work. Sometimes I'd feel like I got like a whole truckload of stuff done before I even Extra started my day. work day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wasn't that uh, industrious.
3: That's not shocking. Wow. wow. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> What, you think of just lazy? I mean, just you just have
3: no, 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 maybe.
0: Um, um. kind of awkward. Let's just let's embrace this awkwardness right now.
3: Okay, kind of an awkward Keep silence. Work. Remember, Craig Ferguson
0: used to do that. He'd have like guests on, and they'd do. A, I loved
3: him. He was great.
0: Craig Ferguson had the uh, purpose uh, awkward moments on purpose, and it was brilliant. I wonder what where Craig Ferguson is now
3: know he used to do this little thing when he in the open where he would like sing with muppets or something or puppets or i don't even i I don't know why or how and then he had the skeleton that was like yeah jeffrey sidekick
0: jeffrey his skeleton (laughs) who would yeah it was was brilliant stuff so do you think we're going to get more snow today or you think this is all just uh are you going to admit that you're part of this media that just loves to hype up storms just so you get eyeballs on the TV?
3: Um, I will tell you our chief meteorologist is in no way someone who likes to hype anything up and gets very super sensitive if the people around her try to hype anything up. So she is, yeah, she is not, uh, one of our poor weather people was called a weather terrorist yesterday. And, oh. um, no, they're super cognizant of, of being right and trying not to, make more of something than what it is, Um, you know, and, you know, it's, it's, let's be fair, it's not an exact science. Things change. Weather patterns move. They do the best that they can. And, and, um, you know, they've, the snow totals have gone down a little bit for what they're predicting, but um, it's still going to be a pretty major storm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not all going to die. No one thinks we're all going to die.
0: It's, it's so funny, though. We love to – I mean, it's just the – we had Paul Douglas on earlier this hour, and he was same way. He was just – he was complaining about the complainers because people just love to complain. And they now do. we've got the avenues now where they can immediately – their voice is heard, and they're complaining when it's not as bad as the, they said it was going to be. When in that moment you should be like, you know what? You should be a little grateful maybe – that it wasn't as bad as it was going to be, but it, that's right. just kind of the the nature, the, the world we live in right now.
3: Well, people just don't listen either. Like, I cannot tell you how often they said yesterday, it's going to snow tonight, there's going to be a break in the snow tomorrow, like no snow during the day today, and then in the afternoon today is when it's going to pick up again. They must have said that a thousand times yeah. yesterday yesterday. And then poor Ben has got people coming at him like, oh, I thought it was going to be this big snow. It's not even snowing outside. And he was just like, I, don't, I can't win for losing around here, know. you know? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do?
0: Did you stock up on anything? Are, are you, do you buy into that, like that phenomenon where you got to, like, go to the grocery store before before the no. snow hits? I don't either. I don't understand that. It's like I've got enough here. to. It's like two days. I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm going to run out of anything. And if I do, well, I'll, I can just wait.
3: Right, It's not like, and it's not like it used to be, where, like, even if you got stuck in your car, like, how long do you think you're going to be there? It's not like we live in the middle of nowhere. And sure, up, if you live in the northern part of the state, it's a little more rural. But, like, here, if you go off the side of the road on 394, I can promise you you're not going to be there for three days in your car. I hope not. Yeah, right? You know what, if you do, watch, you... Watch that happen.
0: <laughs> you know what, you got you to gotta have, have the car kit, you got to have a blanket, you got to have a oh, flashlight...
3: Is this still a thing?
0: And you got to have uh, a uh, surgical novel. Uh, yes, pen. you need
3: a surgical novel. How else are you going to pass the time?
0: Right. You got to. So you don't. You don't even believe in a like a car, like a winter car kit. Nah. You're just you. You got the beast. You got the be, beastly Hummer SUV. That Adam, c- You go over like other cars in your way.
3: Worst case scenario, you break down. Don't you call a tow truck or your wife to come and get you?
0: I'd call the tow truck first because I wouldn't want to be that guy who calls my wife first, saying, "Can you can you help me out?"
3: Oh, I would never live live
0: that down. I would never live that
3: down. Are you kidding me?
0: No, I'm not going to live. Why? Because you got the tow truck. Tow truck first. What's What's my wife going to do?
3: Come pick you up.
0: No. I don't think oh, she would. You don't know how things are in my house right now. Huh? Oh right my, now. okay. It's been a little tough. <laughs> on that note, why don't we end this before it gets any more awkward for me? Oh, you know, you I enjoyed enjoy this tremendously. I uh, thank you so <laughs> much. Um, you bet. I wish we got to do this more often, but uh, Chad will be back after his trip to Hawaii. So uh, that punk. Yep.
3: You have a great day. You too, dear.
0: Bye bye. Right. See you. there. She goes, Rena Saraginopoulos on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. That's right. Next hour, the guy who's trying to build a memorial to the Halloween blizzard joins us at 235. CBS News is next on WCCO.